Hello, welcome to the Florida Woman Podcast. We're so excited that you're here. But hold up, wait a minute. Um, this is actually part two of a two-part series involving Lisa Nowak, the astronaut who had a sordid affair and then went fucking bananas. So if you want to get some context on this episode, rewind, go back to the menu, scroll down two episodes, and then go listen to part one. There's a whole hour of context on this thing. Um, but otherwise, I don't know, live on the wild side, jump on in, see if you can piece all this shit together without knowing anything about it. <laughs> That'd be fun. I don't know. Choose your own adventure. I'm not your boss, but I do love you. Bye. So back to Earth. Yeah. Um, Bill and Lisa continue their affair, mm-hmm. and in fact, um, after their space mission, things intensify for them. Nice. So you know, they sneak off to the Florida Keys together <laughs> and stuff. They go on like little trips. Um, by the way, by the way, mm-hmm. I pulled up a picture of William O'Flynn, Um and it's literally him. Like, roguishly smiling at the camera and giving a finger gun. No, a finger gun? Yes. <gasps> yes. I don't think I've seen this one. Um, cut all this noise out. Oh, please. Come on. Oh, the guy can God. get it. Oh, and he did get the it. The guy could get it a couple times. And did he ever. So, at this time, Lisa writes in a letter to her mother that, mm-hmm. quote, Billy is absolutely the best person I've ever known, and I love him more than I knew possible. Awesome. Yeah. Although surprisingly, not much is really known about the exact nature of their relationship. Okay. So it's like, it's just one of those relationships where I'm not even sure it was defined clearly for them, the people involved. Interesting. And it's surely, surely impenetrable for mm-hmm. someone like me who's just trying to glean the facts and the information yeah. of like all the girl problems that you would ever want yeah, to solve of course, here. Like, of course, yeah, what yeah. are you? Like, yeah. what are we? Like, what yeah. are we doing? Yeah. Like, like, are we, how exclusive are we? Like, are you my boyfriend? This? Are you my partner? Like, like what is Like, this? are we going to move in? Like, just yeah. all that. It's uh-huh. like really murky. Yeah. And you just can't find out a lot of information about it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it makes me wonder that if it wasn't... It, it just makes me think that it was probably murky for Lisa as yeah. well. Do you know what? Mm-hmm. I also looked up Lisa. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Well, of course. I always sort of... I mean, just the way that the media painted her. And also, mm-hmm. you know, I heard about this when I was a little kid. Um, so I've, I've always kind of known about what happened. Mm-hmm. But like, I never really took a look at her. She's cute. She's cute. She could get it. She could get it. She's got those cute cheeks, those big blue eyes. You know, she does have like a me. bit of rosacea on the cheeks, though. I'm not. I'm not. Someone worried needs about to, that. but someone needs to give her Cerave healing ointment. That's she all looks, I'm saying. She looks. She looks jolly. She looks joyful. She does. She looks joyful. She's mm-hmm. got bright blue eyes. Like she looks healthy. I mean, her come hair on. She's is a like bouncy. Fucking astronaut. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's not uggo. No. No. She's the. She's the best. Yeah. Nice. So, um. She so after Lisa's arrest, mm-hmm. um, the re- Bill describes the relationship to police as 
more than a working relationship, but less than a romantic relationship. Oh, Bill. He's kind of burns. Oh right? my God, dude. He is such a fucking bad boy. I know. He's such a bad boy. Oh, can you imagine? Can you this imagine? This is like every guy I dated in college. Yeah, that I was fucking like, know. I mean, we're not like dating, but like we're just hanging out like or whatever. <laughs> like, it's so stupid. Why do we have sex every time we hang out then? <laughs> I know. Why do we go to the movies together then? <laughs> is that on a date? No, we're just like talking. What? Well, I'm not talking with your penis in my mouth, dude. <laughs> uh yeah um he also described it as somewhat exclusive oh my god this guy's uh, he's fucking (laughs) typical dude he's typical he's a fuck boy i diagnose you as a fuck boy sir (laughs) oh my god um but imagine the pussy he's pulling come on imagine imagine Uh, he's definitely known as a as a philanderer. And you know what that yeah, and you know what that does to girls' psychies. It makes oh, them we, it locks us in. Oh yeah. We're we're oh it's a tactic. Uh, the claws come out and they sink into the couch. Like That's a cat right. Who doesn't want to be picked up and put <clears throat> in a carrier and we just can't let go. We can't. <laughs> Until you become our our bad boy, which means our good boy. But you still have to be a bad boy, but you have to be a good boy yeah. with us. Yeah. We're addicted. Yep, okay. that's right. So in December 2006. <laughs> I've said, babe, I've decided we could be exclusive, by the way. Not just somewhat exclusive? Yeah, not just somewhat exclusive. <laughs> oh, my God. And they, they were together for saying, a year. Uh, she's, you know, I mean, yeah, she's my main bitch. But, like, there's a few other bitches, too. That's, that's what, what he he's saying. didn't say but meant. Yes, of course, yeah. of course. So in December. Um, uh-huh. He begins a relationship with mm-hmm. U.S. Air Force Captain Colleen Shipman. Colleen Shipman. Okay, a I'm looking her up. We're gossiping. Okay. Okay, no way. Okay, no fucking what? way. Are what? you kidding? Lisa's so much prettier. She's really? so much cuter. Yeah. I see them as like pretty the same, pretty much the no, same. No, 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 no. Colleen is, looks like a bird. That bitch looks like a bird. She does. She does. I'm sorry. Sort of you're also an avian. amazing woman and you're at the top of her, your field, but no. Not even close. Lisa blows you out of the water. So, but dude. what does Colleen look like? Describe her for the listeners. Um, she's sort of like up and down, sort of really thin, kind of angular face. Uh, big. I would describe them as deeply set, sort of mm. crazy eyes. Yeah, I'd see that. I'd um, see that. Uh, stringy blonde hair. Yeah, sort of baby blonde. Yeah, uh, maybe she has a charming length. personality, but she looks okay. She looks like now this might get me in trouble saying something like this. And I would never, I would never say something like this, um, otherwise. But I think it's accurate. She looks like a Polish house cleaner. <laughs> oh, you nailed her. Yeah, I nailed her. You got her. I got her. I can't say you're wrong. Okay, so, <laughs> so don't stand by that statement. So Bill and Lisa are somewhat exclusive. Yeah, somewhat. So mm-hmm. he starts. So he's dating. Colleen Shipman a little yeah. bit on the side. And by the way, she's a fucking astronaut, so she can get razzed by me. 100%. What am I? I'm, I'm a fucking bug under her shoe. 100%. So she can take a razzing. So, Polish house cleaner. You know, Colleen's 13 years younger yes. than, than uh, Lisa. Uh-huh. Um, and she was working as an engineer with the 45th Space Wing at Patrick Air Force Base in Cocoa Beach, Florida. Nice. Bill... Breaks the news to Lisa. That is a romantic backdrop. Cocoa Beach. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
Bill breaks the news to Lisa <sighs> about his growing feelings for Colleen. You dog. In January. Yeah. And he cuts off their relationship. Ugh. To his bitch. credit, he's like, My, I'm actually feeling, well, this is terrible. You should never say this to someone. You should make up an excuse. Okay. But he's saying the truth, which is that he's his feelings for another woman are intensifying and he wants to be exclusive with her. And not you. And not you. Which is really, really a tough pill to swallow. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, That's the kind of thing that would get you to put some diapers on, drive cross country, make a little, pay a little visit. Well, it does. <laughs> so um, he cuts off their relationship. Yeah. Bill thinks Lisa takes it well. That's what he tells the police. Okay. Um, and he thinks that they can remain friends. Which is oh, always shut what, up, Which bitch. is always what the one who breaks up, Shh, the yeah. breaker-upper, oh, we should always be thinks that they should be friends. You... And the one broken up with is like, oh, you are not my friend. Yeah. Just oh, have the not. fucking balls. Have the balls. Yeah. Although I will say I have done that to people. So Nathan. I was, it was bad. I was being a pussy. That I was one. being a pussy. So I mostly did not do that. I mostly indicate. just went, I, I don't, I literally, <laughs> do you want to hear? I would say I... I my acting school, my acting takes a lot of time. I don't think that I have like time to commit myself to you right now. I don't think I have the energy or time to commit myself to you. Because of fucking acting. <laughs> because of acting school. Oh Nathan, this is a new love for you. I hope you're red faced in embarrassment. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry. I was never trying to hurt. I was never trying to hurt these girls. I'm so sorry. That makes it worse. Don't say that. Okay. Okay. We're gonna save you from yourself. Be quiet. We're gonna save you from yourself. Okay. Okay. So he breaks it off with her. (laughs) Nice. But sources still indicate that Lisa continued to call and text Bill every day. Yeah, because of the way he did it. Probably. I know. I know. And they both continue to train for MS150. I don't know what that is, but it's mm-hmm. a charity bicycle race oh, nice. that they were okay. training cool. for together before they broke up. Nice. So now they broke up, but they're like, let's still train for the race together. That's the let's be friends shit. That's dude. the let's be friends shit. Mm-mm. And she's hoping that the let's be friends shit will eventually convince him that, wait, it was her all along. Yeah, As exactly. long as she stays in his periphery. Sex in the city moment. Definitely. That's what she wants. Oh, she wants a Mr. Big moment. Uh-huh. So, um... Girls are in a movie about themselves. I know. We are guilty of this, aren't yes, we? Yes, of course. Yeah. Well, everyone is. Everyone Nathan is. and I call I'm just... it special me syndrome. Special me. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And and usually it's it's like a pretty narcissistic trait, especially mm-hmm. when you're not involved. Like when you're looking as an outsider inside a situation that you're not involved yeah. in. Ugh, it looks terrible. But... When you're being treated like special me. Oh, it's wonderful. It's your favorite. It's my favorite. Yep. Yeah. That's why girls love when you... This is why you cringe from the outside when you see a guy like do a whole performance and like get down on a knee and like there's candles everywhere and like, you know, he's giving like a balloon shaped like her childhood dog or whatever like that. That, you know, like a show of love, like a show. That's why when you're watching that from the outside, you go, ugh, yuck. Yeah, what the fuck? But when it's... I'm telling you, it will make a girl very happy it'll make yeah. a girl very happy. i'm ashamed to admit yeah it's true mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they continue training for the bike race um colleen though eventually becomes 
little uncomfortable with that arrangement. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lisa's like still leaving her bike at Bill's place all the time because they train <laughs> together and like leaving other stuff. So she asks him yeah. politely if he could just ask her to remove her things Take from their house. Take that other bitch's shit out of your apartment. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Bill, I'm blaming Bill 100% for this, dude. <laughs> the media got it all fucking wrong. This is Bill's fucking fault. He's a fuckboy astronaut and he started getting, he got into the female mechanics and you should never fuck with that. No, you're right. You should have the wisdom. If you're that successful as a person, you should have the fucking wisdom to stay out of that shit. Right. But he was causing the drama. He was causing it. So at the same time that Bill met someone else, right? Colleen. Uh-huh. And is cooling down his relationship with Lisa. Lisa's husband, Richard. Yes. Finds incriminating emails. Emails. Emails again. Emails. Foiled again. God damn it, guys. Racy emails between Bill Sweet. and Lisa. And files for a divorce. Now, late Nathan. Yeah. This is a nightmare. Yes. She is having an affair mm-hmm. behind her husband's back. Mm-hmm. The the affair man, mm-hmm. the boyfriend, mm-hmm. the man she's head over heels in love with, mm-hmm. breaks up with her uh-huh. for another woman. And then, a mo- not a month later, mm-hmm. her husband divorces her because of the affair mm-hmm. that's no longer going mm-hmm. on because you know, he rejected her. You know what she was? She's the other guy's other bitch. And that is a place you never want to be. No, but like, it's terrible for your marriage to fall apart, but your marriage could fall apart if you still have your boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. And she yeah. got broken up with both her husband That's what and I'm her saying. boyfriend in the same week. That's what I'm saying. Oof. Yeah, Ouch. no kidding. Ouch. After she's been to space. After she's been to space. Yes. And got her brain scrambled. Yeah, she got her marble shaken yeah. up in space. Yeah. 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 So, um... <laughs> okay, so what happens now? So, so now just a month after this... Yes been a fucking wild ride already oh yeah on january 29th 2007 uh-huh. nasa announced that stephanie wilson mm-hmm. had been chosen as the mission specialist and not lisa nowak not lisa Ugh. so she's being rejected for another woman by bill and, and being by rejected her job for another woman by nasa fuck in the span of two months. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, this is not looking good for Lisa. No. So it was the assignment she was gunning for. It mm-hmm. was STS one twenty mission. I looked up. I looked up Stephanie Wilson. The bitch that got her job. Mm-hmm. Okay. Black girl magic. Oh fuck. It's black girl magic versus oh, Italian American accidents. Uh, who are you gonna choose? Black girl magic wins every time. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, they're both they're both contenders though. Yeah, of course, of course. Of course. Right. Italian American yeah. excellence. I'm sorry. Black girl black girl magic wins <laughs> every time. Oh fuck. All right. So Mark Kelly, an astronaut who was the pilot on Lisa's flight, mm-hmm. said that Wilson was chosen because, quote, she was a team player and well deserving, and Noak was not. Yeah. Yikes. Very interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously it's fucking NASA, so they're going to get the best person for the job. Oh, for Duh. sure. No, yeah. I just mean like... Lisa... It's tr- I believe Mark Kelly. It's a personality problem. It's a personality they're problem. They're saying, Lisa, you act we don't too like fucking you. crazy. Yeah. This other Stephanie girl, she's the best. She's yeah. awesome. She's a team player. You're not a team player. No. No. We don't want you on our team anymore. You are a thought. Yes. yes. We want nice girls. 
good people. Nice girls only. Nice girls only, yeah. So um, she was assigned to a shit job, Capcom mm-hmm. duties. I don't know what that is, but she was not happy to have Capcom duties. <laughs> no idea what that means. So um, Mark Kelly also was interviewed after Lisa's arrest, mm-hmm. and he described her as smart and well-prepared, but told investigators that he didn't like her. He said Dude. She, she was not a team player, Yeah, and he learned in space with her that she exhibited bad expedition behavior because she was selfish. Oh, no. You don't want to be selfish in space, man. Selfish in space? Oh, shit. Nah. Selfish? How do you even... Uh, listen, I. there's so few astronauts. There's so many people. I mean, they, they can... They can pick literally whoever they want. Um, how do you even get to space if you're selfish? You know what I, I mean? No. How did she even get there by having even even having something slightly wrong with you? I know. Should be grounds for being disqualified. You know what I mean? Well, we're yeah. gonna circle back to that. Okay, cool. But remember when you mentioned that this should be a movie? And yeah. I told you it is starring yeah. uh, Natalie Portman and John Hamm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna talk about that movie now. Cool. So it's called Lucy in the Sky, and it was. A big screen directorial debut. For who? For Noah Hawley. Okay, cool. Who was the showrunner on Fargo and Legion. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fargo was a, I mean, obviously, Coen Brothers, great movie, but a good TV show, too. Yeah. yeah. So the budget of his first feature film yeah. was $21.4 million. Damn. I know. Can you imagine? I can't imagine. It's going to happen for us. Okay. We're going to get, we're going to make our movie. All right, I know that, but you know, it makes me roll my eyes. Just I mean, it a is pretty bit. crazy. Okay. Oh, you, yeah, yeah. Your first one, yeah, yeah, twenty one million dollars, twenty one point four. Um, it, I see. I know you have that fucking sitting around. Give us one. I know they have it around. One they and just a half. Throw it around. Seriously, twenty one point four. They just throw. That's nothing. He's for never like directed Netflix a movie or like HBO or like Apple TV Plus, like yeah. any of the big studios. A million bucks. They like sneeze on a million bucks. I know they do. Dude, give us that. We'll make a great movie with it. So it's easy. It grossed three hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. Shut up. Yeah. Oh, that's a huge flop. It had its premiere at that's TIFF, terrible. the Toronto International Film Festival, uh-huh. on September eleventh, two thousand nineteen. Ooh. <laughs> and it was theatrically released afterwards uh-huh. on October fourth, two thousand nineteen, by Fox Searchlight, who bought yeah. it for distribution. So huge. We're talking huge players mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was obviously a box office bomb. We can see that. It yeah. cost twenty one point four to make and it made three hundred thousand dollars. I mean, that's a crazy bomb. The film also received negative reviews. I know. Critics. I'm looking at it on IMDb right now. It's got a five stars out of ten. Yeah. You really don't like that's to see F. both. That's an F. If you're gonna get bad critical reviews, you, you want to have done. You should be a Marvel movie. You should be a Marvel movie, yeah, and you should. you should do well at the box office. Yep. If you're gonna be a box office flop, that's okay. But your movie should be good, and Great critics reviews. should exactly. like it, exactly. even if audience members don't. Yeah. yeah, it's sad to see both. Oh boy, you hate to see it. Yep. So interestingly, Reese Witherspoon was one of the producers. You know, she loves yeah, a yeah, yeah. female-forward film. Good Shout for out her. to Reese. Yep. Um, yep. the film quote follows the downfall of fictional astronaut Lucy Cola. 
Why would you name Lucy, Lucy Cola? Cola. Just weird. make it the real lady. Who, upon returning to Earth from a space mission, feels discontented with the smallness of normal life. Okay. Lucy becomes obsessed with returning to space and mm-hmm. becomes entangled in an affair with a handsome coworker played by John Hamm. Yeah, yeah. When things begin to fall apart professionally and personally for Lisa, she falls into an epic spiral that lands her in police custody. Damn. I mean, that's yeah. that's the real story. Yeah. I bet. I bet they just couldn't get the life rights. Yeah. So that so they fictional. Well, it. he took out the diapers part first of all. That's why you got bad reviews. Come on, man. I mean, like you got to make it like the Tanya Harding movie. Dude, he literally has a quote that is, "I was not trying to make I Tanya." You fucking what? should you're have. Up. It's a great movie, and your movie sucks. What do you mean exactly. you're not trying to make an I exactly, Tanya? Exactly, dude. He literally says, "I'm not trying to make a dark comedy like I Tanya or a." A psychological thriller where the protagonist is actually the villain all along. And I'm like, wait, both of those concepts sound... Much better than what you did. So watchable. Yes. And yours clearly was not. Yeah, quite clearly. Um, Fucking, also, Lucy Cola, worst character name. Worst character. Sa- it sounds like an anime character or something. such a dumb character name. Yes. Come on, man. So, so when pressed about, like, why there were no diapers in the film... Yeah. Um, he says, like... uh. He says that he wanted to unearth the humanity behind the tabloid story. Okay. And he was adamant that it not be a story about a woman who falls apart because she's too emotional about a man. Okay. And that That's the affair was, is like a symptom to this largest, larger existential crisis she's having. Okay. Not necessarily off base. No. That's actually no. what the point of this episode is that I made, which is just like, okay, listen... Yes, it was like a, an astronaut love triangle, and then yeah. she like snapped and she wore diapers yeah. to go yeah, get yeah. his to go like assault his new girlfriend mm-hmm. in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine, but really, it's about so much more than that. It's about all of the mounting pressure. It's not just a woman who becomes obsessed with a guy and then yeah. like crashes. Like, yes, of course. It's about like this being a symptom of this larger crisis that yeah. she's having in uh-huh. her personal life: uh-huh. the death of her friend, the her divorce, her husband being deployed, mm-hmm. like her kids, mm-hmm. her. Just everything, her obsession cetera, with going back to space, like yeah. the marble scrambling of her brain in uh-huh. space, yep. all that. Yep. And then on top of it, not being chosen for the next mission that she wanted to go on. So mm-hmm. it's like, I agree with him. It's not just a story about a woman who like falls apart because of a man. Yeah. But to me, I take issue with this because the existence of her wearing diapers does not negate her humanity. This is what I was going to say. I think it's even more human to include that, actually. Exactly. Drives me fucking crazy when writers do stuff like that. Dude, you're you're being small-minded. Bigger picture. The fucking diapers make her more human. It makes her more interesting. It makes you love her more. More. Way more. Yes. I, Tanya, is a great fucking movie because it approaches that with comedy Com- tragedy is zoomed in, comedy is zoomed out, right? Yeah. So, like, she, Tanya Hardy did some fucking crazy shit, but that movie packs an emotional punch because it's funny and it yeah. shows how weird it got for her yeah. because it's so intense. So, if you don't, if you leave the diapers out, you're fucking not doing the right movie. I agree. Yeah. And it's like, you know, he didn't want her to be turned into the punchline. Well, sorry to, to like- tell you, dude, that is the punchline. Well, yeah, but it's also that like... That is the hook. That's the hook that gets people in the movie. It makes you it makes you feel so horrible for her. You watched her whole story. You watch her life fall apart. And then all of a sudden, she's fucking freaking out. And she has to put diapers on so she can, like, go, like, you know, drive cross country and not have to stop. You know, like, she's she's losing it. 
Well, that to me is like a really specific character. Yes. If you take, and it's a person. Yes. And if you take that away, then it's just this weirdly broadly drawn character who just loves a guy and goes yeah, across exactly. the country to say like, he's mine, bitch. It's like, exactly. I feel like I've seen and them then, before. That's nothing. That's yeah, not a person. And you're ironically doing what you said you were trying to not do by taking the diapers out. You took her dignity away, actually. You took, you made, you took her specificity, exactly, and her dignity, and you made her general. A general, a woman in quotation marks. He said, quote, I wanted to be very aware of not giving the audience an excuse to mock her or stand in judgment of her. I mean, listen. Well, I'm not. You're like, not. How can you judge somebody who loves, who loves what they do and who they are romantic with so much that they do anything? And that's Even anything. weird shit. Weird shit. You know? Yeah. You're just coming at it totally wrong, totally sideways, and I'm not just mad that he made his first feature for $21 million. I know, me too. Yeah. Also, um, I think uh, Natalie Portman kind of, she's asked about it, obviously, on the red carpet. Yeah, 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 of course. Um, and she says, quote, it was an interesting detail because it was something that seemed so radical to all of us listening to it, she mm-hmm. told the Los Angeles mm-hmm. Times. But actually, it's part of an astronaut's life. Yeah. They wear diapers the whole time because that's what they yeah. do in space. It's not like it would be an unusual choice. It seems a lot nuttier if that's not something you do every day. But I guess I still have a diaper movie in my future to fulfill someone's expectations. (laughs) (laughs) That was cute. Yeah, that's well thought. Definitely Mm -hmm. well said. Well said. And she's absolutely right. You fucking do. When you wear a flight suit, there's a thing that connects to the front of it so you can piss and shit and not have to land. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why she thought to do it. That's why she thought to stop at the gas station, grab a pack of diapers. I never fucking thought about it that mm-hmm. way. But yeah, that's so smart. So according to police, mm-hmm. Lisa breaks into Bill's apartment, logs onto his computer. What do you think she finds on his computer? Emails? Emails. Fuck. Romantic emails. Romantic emails. With Colleen Shipman. Find a different method. What is with you guys? I don't know. I mean, know. I get it's like 2004, so email's kind of new. It is new. But even, listen, I was jerking off in 2000, probably six. Yeah, two, yeah, I started, yeah, 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 using the internet, and I fucking knew how to clear my browser history. It's just something you learn how to do. Yes. You learn how to manage your business. 14-year-old kid can do it? An astronaut can do it. Fuck yeah. So, um... You know, Lisa knows this routine, right? Because she was the one who got Bill divorced to his... Because she's the one who caused Bill's wife to divorce Mm -hmm. him Mm -hmm. because of her sloppy emails. Mm -hmm. So she's like, I bet there are sloppy emails in here. I'm sure there are. So she goes and finds them. Mm -hmm. And then something snaps. Yeah. She also finds Colleen's travel plans in his emails. Okay. And it's then that she decides to make the journey to Orlando, <laughs> where Colleen lived, and go confront her. Oh, yes. So now, the diaper drive. <laughs> In the early morning hours of February 5th, 2007. Yes. The weekend after the anniversary of the Columbia disaster, interestingly, Lisa Nowak then 43, made a 14-hour, 900-mile journey from Houston to Orlando. To get that bitch once and for all. And we all know, in Florida, you become 
a Florida woman. Yes. It's like you made a pact with God. Exactly. When you cross the border, anything you do is as a Florida woman. Not God. Yes, pact. <laughs> Something greater than God. <laughs> Something stranger. And she made this journey from Houston to Orlando, mm -hmm. this 900-mile journey, mm -hmm. wearing baby diapers. Nice. The fact that sort of makes this case really sparkle. That really is. She used it, as you said, Nathan, to avoid pit stops mm -hmm. so she wouldn't need to stop to use the restroom. And so she could arrive in time. It was very the timing was very important. Yeah. To meet Captain Shipman. Yes. At the airport. Right. Because Shipman was flying from Houston to Orlando as well. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. So she had a catcher. Yes. Land journey. Okay. Another reason why I'm pissed off that that director didn't put the diapers in his movie. The movie's called Lucy in the Sky. So he missed out on an opportunity to have Lucy in the Sky with diapers. Oh my God, Nathan. No. It's right there. It's right there on the ground. All you got to do is pick it up, dude. So she arrives in Orlando. She makes it. Yes. And in the backseat of her car, there's a steel mallet. Yes. 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 <laughs> okay. A BB gun. A BB gun. A drilling hammer. Okay. Black gloves. Whoa. An eight-inch Gerber folding knife. Whoa. And large trash bags. Whoa. I didn't know she was all like OJ Simpson out. I had no idea. Oh, Whoa, yes. you for, you know, this whole story I had been thinking, like, she's an astronaut. She's an astronaut. I forgot. No, she was in the fucking military. So she knows how to properly eradicate and dismember other members of the human species. Yes, that's Whoa. Right. So Captain Shipman tells police. What's she going to do with a fucking BB gun, though? <laughs> I know the BB gun really doesn't fit for me. Anyway. You're coming from Texas. Just get, get, you a, can get a real gun, gun at a drive-thru, dude. Get a fucking gun. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So Captain Shipman told police that mm -hmm. she noticed a woman following her shortly after arriving on a flight from Houston at about 1 a.m. Nice. On Monday, when she was waiting for a bus to take her from the terminal to the parking lot to pick up her car, she noticed that the woman who seemed to be following her in the airport was also following her onto that bus. <laughs> the following continued. Yes. Yes. The two women boarded the same bus. Yes. And they got off at the same stop. Yes. And this woman was wearing a dark wig. Okay. <laughs> Sunglasses. Yeah. And a trench coat. Oh my god. <laughs> she looks like spy versus spy. Yeah, it's like she thought that, that is so stupid. If she dressed like a 1950s spy, yeah. that she could go undetected. Hilarious. <laughs> In fact, that getup would make oh her god. extra detected. Yeah, you to look any normal crazy. Person. You yeah. look crazy. You look like you're trying to follow someone. You know what? That is funny That to any normal person. Of course. She's never been a normal person in her life. Exactly. She's never been normal. She has no idea what we think. She lacks like a lot of real life experience. Yes. Because she's so 
exceptional in so many different areas. She's never fucking had time to realize <laughs> that that looks insane. That the most important part of a disguise is looking not suspicious. Blending in. Yes, one might say. Yes. Correct. So, in the parking lot, mm-hmm. Colleen notices that the other woman is still following her. <laughs> and uh, The woman with the big dark wig and the sunglasses yes. and the trench coat? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so she quickly enters her car after hearing running footsteps. Okay, yeah, I better get in my fucking car. <laughs> she gets in her car, she locks the door. You know what would be funny? If I saw somebody dressed like that following me, I would think it was two children standing on one. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so she hears the two kids standing on each other's shoulders, running as fast as they can yep. towards her. Okay. She gets in the car, luckily, locks yeah. the door. Yep. Then the woman in the disguise bangs on Colleen's car window. Yeah. Claiming to need help. <laughs> this is where the Help this me. is where the Lisa Nowak and and Ted Bundy crossover yes, happens. It's yes, yes, like, the Venn diagram. Yeah. They need to ask for help. Yep. Oh, in disguises, he wore a disguise once. Yes, a Richard Burton. Yeah, fire yeah, department. Like that. Yep, what? Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Yeah. So he, um, sorry, <laughs> ma'am, I need your help right now. I've been following you for hours, trying to figure out where I am. So um, she's banging on the door. She's saying she needs help. Uh-huh. She says, can you help me, please? Um, according <laughs> according to the affidavit. Yeah. She says, my boyfriend was supposed to pick me up and he's not here. Uh-huh. I've been traveling and it's late. Can you give me a ride to the parking office? Nice. Don't ask any questions about steel mallets or... <laughs> So what's a parking office? Is this another astronaut not understanding real life? It could be. I don't know what a parking office is. Is that like a park and ride? Is that like a... I don't know. I have no idea. So Shipman says no. Yeah, because you're acting insane. You've been following me for hours dressed like a spy. Yes. Yeah. Um, And then she asks if... uh, And she says, (laughs) but I'll send help to you. I'll call someone who will meet you here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll help you. Yeah. And she says, no, 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 um, but I would like to use your cell phone. Right now, please. Right now. I'm, I'm just laughing at the, the idea of somebody like running up really fast to you and going like, I need help right now. <laughs> like really aggressively asking for help. Help, help, please help me right now. I know. Just running as fast as they can. <laughs> Sir, I need your help right now. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, she says no. I mean, she might as she well says, have been wearing a fucking clown nose. I know, I know. Or the... the the fake disguise with the mustache and the glasses. And <laughs> yeah, that fake exactly. Nose. Yeah, the like, Mr. Potato. Head honestly, thing. she yeah. might as well have been just wearing that. <laughs> Imagine dressing as a clown and running at people. <laughs> help! 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 <laughs> at the parking lot in the Orlando International yeah. Airport. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> honking a horn, <laughs> little shoe, squeaky shoes. <laughs> help! 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 help. So, um, Colleen lies and says that her battery is dead, so she can't yeah. use her cell phone. Okay. Um, she says, ma'am, please open the door. Please ma'am, open please, the please. <laughs> she obviously won't. I need to kill you right now, ma'am. <laughs> Help, I need to kill you. So, um, when, when she really, when it really seemed to Lisa like Colleen mm-hmm. was not going to open that door, <laughs> Lisa began to cry hysterically. Uh-huh. It's the first goal she ever, ever didn't achieve, basically. And said that she couldn't hear her. 
What? She was crying hysterically and saying, I can't oh my hear you. God. I can't hear you. You need to drive away right now, bitch. I know. Why is she still there? Drive away right now. That's when Captain Colleen Shipman mm-hmm. cracked open her car window. Mistake. Mistake. And Lisa Nowak pepper sprayed her. What the Does fuck, that make Lisa? Any sense to you? Come on, man. I'm just a little <laughs> lost, but we'll 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 understand this better later. I, I mean, yeah, obviously Lisa wanted to pepper spray her the whole time. She was probably trying to incapacitate her, right? That's true. Yeah. Yes. So Shipman drives away from the scene and alerts authorities immediately. Which is fucking I imagine would be really fucking difficult after being pepper sprayed. Yes. Right? Several Orlando Police Department uh, airport division officers arrive minutes later. Yeah. Um, and the first officer observes Lisa mm-hmm. throwing a bag into the trash at a parking <laughs> shuttle bus stop. <laughs> Not a good look. No. Mm-hmm. So she was arrested on the spot. Okay. At the Orlando International Airport uh-huh. on charges of attempted kidnapping. Yes. Battery. Yes. Attempted vehicle burglary with battery. Yes. And destruction of evidence. Yes. Making her the first ever astronaut to be arrested and face criminal charges. Yeah. And an active duty astronaut and a felony at that. The wrong stuff. So they look inside her car. Mm-hmm. And inside her car are even more things than what I've told you. Those are on the back seat of her car. Whoa, okay. Hidden mm-hmm. in a panel in okay. the trunk of her car uh-huh. are a handwritten note... On USS Nimitz stationery, listing all of Colleen's flight information. Okay. Holy shit. Then another note on that stationery called Flight Controller's Log, and it lists 24 items that are inside the car. Whoa. Including sneakers. Okay. Black sweats. Yep. Contact lenses. Okay. Hundreds of dollars in cash. Wow. All right. An umbrella. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Plastic bags. Yes. Tarps. Okay. Rubber tubing. <laughs> okay. Duct tape. Yes. Four paper bags. Okay. With 69 orange pills that were not publicly identified. Oh my God. Printed out emails between Bill and Colleen. Uh huh. Her diapers. And a floppy disk containing two photographs of Lisa riding in that bicycle race. And countless other images of bondage porn and bondage instructions. Whoa, what the fuck? Dude, how were the diapers the thing that got the spotlight here? I know. I didn't have any fucking inkling. I had no inkling at all that she was a murder queen. That she was going to be fucking dismembering people. I mean... Fuck! The only... The only like <laughs> dress as a clown. Help! 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 help. <laughs> the only thing that you can draw from this is yeah. like exactly what these items tell you. Yes. She's gonna pepper spray Colleen, get her incapacitated, yes. uh-huh. get into her car, mm-hmm. drive her somewhere to a second location. Do fucking do weird, weird sex shit with bondage her. Bondage sex shit with her. Whoa! Uh-huh. With a knife and a mallet and uh, duct tape oh and my like God. tubing, rubber tubing to like. To, like, bondage her up. Holy shit, dude. And pills? Yeah. And... Feeder pills? Fucking killer. 
Cut yeah. her up, put her in the plastic bags. With the on the tarp. On the tarp. Uh-huh. A tarp. <laughs> umbrella for the spray. Yeah. The black clothing so that like the blood doesn't look so obvious. Mm-hmm. Black sneakers, black whatever. She also has black works with the bondage theme. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's pretty clear to me. That is so. Oh, and she's fucking... gonna read her her emails oh, while so she's bad. Bound, yeah, exactly. Right, pretty much between her and Bill. Pretty much. Oh my god, she's an evil genius. I know. Holy fuck, that's so scary. Yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. Wow, so, I'm looking at her mugshot right now. This is what I remembered. Okay. This is what I remembered. She looks disheveled. Uh huh. She looks fucking insane. Her, she's making this weird face kind of like a dog taking a shit yeah she's you know what i mean really strange she's like, yeah and she looks out of her mind she get like you said had rosacea mm-hmm. she's got rosacea it's flaring she's it's got flaring flare. yeah, yeah yeah she which kind of makes her look like she has blush on like weird bad makeup <laughs> clown blush yeah yeah clown again <laughs> help 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 help, help. <laughs> yes um she is dressed in yeah i see the trench coat Yep, not right? a good look. Not, not a good great. look at all. Her hair is it's going like all over something. the place. Yeah, yeah it's, all it's over the strange. place. She looks bad. She, she looks, looks bad. worse for wear. Yeah. yeah, the pictures that I saw of her just being a normal, pretty, nice astronaut lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not so. Worlds apart. Woo. So she's interviewed by police right away. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, hi, what the fuck are you doing, ma'am? Yes. What's all that stuff you're throwing away in the <laughs> trash there? <laughs> Why are you throwing a wig? A trench coat and duct tape in the trash and pepper spray <laughs> and a BB gun. Why are you throwing it in the fucking trash? Yeah. What's with that? What's with that, huh? <laughs> um, but the interview yeah. has never been publicly released. Mm. And it was inadmissible in court because really? the cops forgot to read her her Miranda rights. Damn. God damn. Fucking Florida men behavior. That is a Florida twist. I totally agree. Shit. There is, um, right afterwards, a handwritten request for a restraining order against Lisa by Shipman. Yeah, And Shipman, in her initial interviews, referred to Lisa Nowak as an acquaintance of her boyfriend. Mm Mm-hmm. Acquaintance of her boyfriend. But did not identify Bill. Yeah. And she was T.O.B. She was that other bitch. Yep. Mm-hmm. And she also claimed that Noak had been stalking her for two months. Oh, shit. Well, I mean, it makes sense if she like had her like flight logs and stuff. Yep. Like she, yeah. She lost her marbles. Yeah. Wow. And the stalking thing is never detailed. Like, yeah. I, you just can't find a lot of information about it. Right. And in part, it's because... Noak's attorneys had this case sealed. Um, right. You, it, it, it's not able to be accessed by the public. Uh-huh. It's not able to be public record. It is being... Sealed? Yeah, it's being sealed. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, I'd love to know more about the stalking, but alas, that was probably all <laughs> dished out in court. Mm-hmm. Um, Lisa later told police that spraying the pepper spray, quote, was stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, according to the affidavit that I have. Um, and she said that she only wanted to scare Captain Shipman into talking to her. Mm-hmm. Quote, Noak felt that she needed to meet with Shipman and discuss the details of their relationship with the male astronaut, the police uh-huh. report said. Yeah. Something you usually need a tarp for. 
to discuss. Yeah, eight inch folding knife, really mm-hmm. helpful with that. Yeah, you know, yeah. BDSM porn instructions for torture. You mm-hmm. know, steel mallet, steel mallet, steel mallet. I usually oh, take you to know a what? Conversation. That's what the umbrella was for. What was to engage her in conversation? Of course. There you go. You got to have an umbrella. Of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she just maintains that her intention was to confront Shipman about her relationship with Bill. Yep. But obviously prosecutors allege that Noah had a well thought out plan to harm Colleen. Yeah. And she is actually charged with attempted murder and kidnapping. She she's charged with attempted it. Yeah. murder and attempted kidnapping. Got it, got yes. it. Got it. Okay. So add those to the list. Bad boy. I mean yes. bad girl. Bad girl. Bad girl. So now two fellow astronauts mm-hmm. fly to Florida in T-38 jets for her arraignment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain Christopher Ferguson, the senior active duty naval officer in the NASA astronaut corps <sighs> at the time. In such big trouble. Such big trouble. Oh my God. He dude. went as NOAC's commanding officer. Mm-hmm. And Lindsay, the commander of NOAC's shuttle mission, who went as chief of astronaut office, mm-hmm. the senior astronaut at NASA. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Dude, you're in such big trouble. I know. Fuck. On February 6th, 2007, Lisa is placed on 30-day leave from NASA. Her lawyer initially submits an insanity plea. I mean, the picture picture helps. Picture helps, picture I guess. Helps. Yeah. In arguing for a pretrial release, yeah. Noack's attorney remarked, one's good works must count for something. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, she was yeah. ordered released on $15,000 bond under the condition that she wear a GPS tracking device and <laughs> yeah. shall not contact Colleen. Yeah. But before Lisa could be released, the police slap her with that attempted first-degree murder mm-hmm. and announced that she will not be released on bail. Uh-oh, bad girl. The lawyer alleges that the police and the prosecutors, unhappy with Nowak, that Nowak had been granted bail, mm-hmm. just slapped those more serious charges on to keep her in jail. Yeah. I don't think you're really able to bail out of an attempted murder charge. No, I don't think so. So she returns to Houston on a commercial airline flight on February 8th. Right. And upon arrival, she is taken immediately under police escort to the Johnson Space Center mm-hmm. for medical and psychiatric evaluations. <laughs> Not looking good. Where she's diagnosed with severe depression. Yes. Obsessive compulsive disorder. Okay, yeah. Insomnia. Yeah. Doesn't help. No. And brief psychotic disorder with marked stressors. Okay, <laughs> okay. Brief psychotic disorder. <laughs> fucking losing your shit disorder yeah and then pre-trial yeah she's also diagnosed with asperger's syndrome Hmm. okay this really is love on the spectrum after all yes it is this is love on the spectrum absolutely yeah absolutely so during the trial shipman Mm -hmm. asked the judge to sentence noak to jail time claiming that lisa quote is a good actress and an accomplished liar and that she had every intention of harming her. Yeah, of course. Of course. Quote, she was going to kill me. It was in her eyes. Yeah. Oh, she saw, she saw the thing that you see. Oh, she saw it. She saw the black aura. A blood-chilling expression yeah. of limitless rage and glee. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. She was out of it, dude. She says, out. I know in my heart 
that I escaped a horrible death that night. That was going to, yeah, you were going to get fucked You're up. You're going to get night. mutilated, Ooh, Colleen. No, thank you. No, yeah. thank you. The prosecution tries to highlight their point by pointing out the items that Lisa had with her in her car. Yeah, You know, dude. the fucking mallet, the knife. Yes. All the, <laughs> the fucking restraints. tarps. Yes. 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 Um, but Lisa's defense always maintains that she just wanted to talk and that she had <laughs> the other items in her car. Help, 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 help. <laughs> Because she was afraid Colleen might get violent. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yes, that makes sense. Tarp, very useful for self-defense. Yes. You know? Yes. 100%. Yeah, I agree. So she is discharged from the Army with, or from the Navy, excuse mm-hmm, me, mm-hmm. with an other than honorable discharge. Not a dishonorable discharge. No, but not an honorable one either. Wow. Other than honorable. Wow, that insanity plea really worked, huh? Yeah. Shit. And in her second arraignment, Uh she's charged with that attempted first degree murder with a deadly weapon. Yeah. The judge raises the bail to $10,000, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. Mm -hmm. She posts bail. She's released from jail. But then on November 10th, 2009, Lisa pleads guilty to the two things that she ended up being charged with after all. Yeah. Which are felony burglary. Yes. And misdemeanor Elliot. <laughs> and, um, misdemeanor battery. <laughs> misdemeanor Elliot. That's funny. So she takes a plea deal. Yeah. She pleads guilty. She yep. takes a plea deal. Mm-hmm. She's sentenced to two days in jail. Shut up. Two days? A year's God. probation. Uh huh. Community service, counseling. And she has to write a written apology. Oh no! To Colleen Shipman. Oh no! That's like when you get in trouble as a kid, and your dad makes you fucking write a letter to whoever the fuck it was, your teacher that you said mean things to. Yep, yep. yep. That's yeah. funny. Fuck. Um, in one of her only, only public statements regarding the case, mm-hmm. Lisa issued an apology to Shipman outside of a Florida courtroom. Warranted. She said, quote, I know this has been hard for Colleen Shipman. Wait, actually, she says, I know this has also been very hard for Colleen Shipman. <laughs> oh, so hard for me. And so I would like her to know that how very sorry I am for having frightened her in any way <laughs> and about the subsequent public harassment that has followed all of us. Okay. How's that for an apology, Nathan? It's a fucking dog shit apology. Go fuck yourself, Lisa. Apology. She just said, "Get out of my life." It's been Shut really hard up. for me, so I assume it's also been hard for you. Yeah. Sorry for scaring you, and like I'm no, really, didn't really do anything. Actually, more sorry that the public is like hounding everyone involved, and like we're all victims in this, dude. Like, that's basically Shut what she said. Up. Shut up. Yeah, that's not an apology. Yeah. I'd rather just never hear from you again. Same. That would make me happier. Same. Yeah. So NASA's response, um, in in response to concerns over Mm -hmm. Lisa's mental health, Mm -hmm. the NASA administrator, Michael D. Griffin, Mm -hmm. commissioned the NASA Astronaut Healthcare System Review Committee, it's an independent panel, to examine how well NASA attended to the mental health of its astronauts. Patricia Shanti a former NASA flight surgeon and the author of the book Choosing the Right Stuff, Psychological Selection of Astronauts and Cosmonauts, yep. described a culture among astronaut corps to 
avoid discussing physical and psychological issues with medical personnel mm. due to the perception that any issues could jeopardize one's career and future flight status. Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, that is my perception. My perception right now is that if you fucking say anything about what's going on with you, they're going to cut you, snip you. I mean, yeah, they're going to take yeah. you right off those missions. Yeah, 100%. Which they probably should. Probably should. They probably do still, but they have a board saying like, "Oh, we don't, we don't really do that that way anymore." But yeah, I but bet you they do. They should, right? They, I think they should. Yeah, yeah. You can't have a mental health crisis in space. No, you the fucking send the fucking Shining, send fucking Jack Torrance up to the goddamn International Space Station. Or he not loses working. his mind. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but I could totally see that. I see that culture. Like, it makes sense to me that you know. Of course, you're rigorously tested for any sort of emotional disturbance or mental health issue mm -hmm. before mm -hmm. you become an astronaut. But then in Lisa's time, there was no reoccurring evaluation. Yeah. Even when you got back from space or something really scary like her like 11 day cold weather like immersion, Terrifying. you know, yeah. there's like no, there's no follow up. And yeah. of course, you're not going to say, I've been feeling a little depressed lately. Yeah, exactly. Or like. Around 3 a.m., I wake myself up crying every night, and I don't know why. Like, you're not going to say that, even yeah. even to seek genuine help. Yes. Which because is a healthy thing to do. they're going to say, okay, bye-bye, you're not an astronaut anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she would have received a very rigorous psychological test in 1996 when she was granted entry. Yeah, but, but beyond that. Yep, mm -hmm. nothing. She never had one again. So policies at NASA were changed because yeah. of this incident. Well, good. This Orlando parking lot incident. Yes. It was changed. And now flight surgeons receive further training in psychiatric evaluation. Mm -hmm. And there's a new astronaut code of professional responsibility. The behavioral health evaluations mm -hmm. are increased exponentially. They're included in the astronaut's annual flight physicals. So it's a physical good. and it's a mental health physical Fucking as well. Fucking good. I mean, this this sort of reminds me of like so my my parents being doctors, yeah. right? Um, they often sort of roll the the things they had to do when they were in their like residency internship and residency um, when they were youngsters, basically yeah. insane. Like you know, you'd not sleep for like three days in a row. You'd just be fucking dealing with patients all goddamn day long. You wouldn't be allowed to like go eat or like go sleep or mm -hmm. you know it was crazy. They push 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 these kids. And they sort of roll their eyes at the new kids because they've changed all the rules so mm -hmm. that they don't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, fucking, I remember stories about, like, my mom telling me she was falling. She, like, fell asleep while driving, fucking wrapped her car around a, a tree. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's terrible. It's it's good that things are changing yeah. this way. You know? So um, I had Nathan do this little part of the research, but it was just, like, what is the mental health evaluation for astronauts like? Yeah, yeah, what yeah. What kind of questions do they ask? What are the requirements for being an astronaut? Mm -hmm. And really, it's uh, it's pretty secretive. Yes, that's right. A lot I mean, of it is like classified, right? Yeah, it's like, a, I mean, it's an official protocol. You sure. know, I'm, I'm sure it's not like that crazy, but you, you just, it's not something you can find on the internet. Yeah. So, but we did find, it says, the qualities NASA looks for in prospective astronauts are, quote, Pretty much what you'd expect from any individual whose job it is to work very closely in ri very risky environments and mm -hmm. isolated environments. Right. And that's a quote from Jamie Barrett, a psychologist on the astronaut selection panel. Mm -hmm. um, he goes on to say this 
means a person who would make a good neighbor. Yes, I thought that was interesting. <laughs> Someone who's easygoing, uh-huh. has good social skills, uh-huh. um, and and someone who is very resilient. Yeah. And unfortunately, I have to say, I don't think Lisa is any of those things. I mean, it doesn't seem that way. It seems like she she sort of, when something bad happens, she insanely throws herself at whatever, like, whatever is her current fixation. Task in front of yeah. her, yeah. Uh-huh. Whether that's, whether that's, you know, taking care of this other person's family or fucking, you know, doing, doing extra work so that I can go back into space immediately or, uh, dismembering and murdering the, uh, the cheating hoe who fucking, you know, took my boyfriend. Right. Yeah. And also with like the unchecked Asperger's too, like (laughs) I'm going back to that because like, yeah. Okay. If we're going to assume that she really does have Asperger's, that means that she has more limited emotions but that when they do no, because I looked this up. Okay. When they do happen, uh-huh. they are more intense. Yes. Because totally, they're totally. so unused to out of practice mm-hmm. of experiencing high emotions on a daily on their daily routine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That when they do encounter a situation that spikes high emotion for them, it becomes in- more intense than someone who doesn't have Asperger's. Totally. That makes sense to me. Yeah. So like yeah. falling in love with Bill, mm-hmm. she really fell in love with Bill. Yup. Yup. Got obsessed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like wanting to do this mission, the second mission, got obsessed. Really got obsessed. When Bill left her, fucking broke her into a million pieces. Yeah. Um, yeah. Got obsessed with that. Definitely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So, you know, it's just... Not surprising to me that she got that diagnosis. Makes you wonder how many people in NASA have Asperger's. Well, I was just thinking I bet that it's too. It's a high number. But I was also thinking, like, yeah. uh, at the time, right? So yeah. it would have been the early '90s. Uh-huh. It just wasn't really on the radar. Not really. Not and as much as it is now. It's also harder to detect in women. Oh yeah, hundred percent. This is kind of what we were saying watching Love on the Spectrum the other night. I was like, okay, so if. So girls sort of, obviously, everything we say is to generalize, but, like, girls tend to have better emotional skills and, like, you're sort of inborn with better, like, social skill sets and, like, social awareness and stuff like that. So a girl having Asperger's kind of makes her act like how a regular dude acts with no Asperger's. You see what I mean? Uh, We were watching Love on the Spectrum and there was this, there's this like one autistic Southern girl who just like acts like a guy basically. (laughs) And I'm not saying like, you know, performing masculine traits. I'm literally just saying like processes the world sort of the way that a normal guy does. It's I know. Funny. Well, yeah. I think we're just a little bit more in tune naturally yes. with people and emotions you and are. intuition. So when that's <laughs> turned down on a boy, it's uh, really obvious. Yes. And 100%. when it's turned down on a girl, we still have certain coping mechanisms. Yeah. Also certain um, societal factors and conditioning mm-hmm. that it, it we it's are like taught to yeah, yeah, yeah. be a little bit more um, emotional and, yeah. and open. And, and aware. Like that. Aware yeah. of stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. But the best, the best character on that show is the girl with Down syndrome. Oh my god, hands down, Rachel. Rachel is right? The queen. Yeah, Rachel's the shit. Yeah, hilarious. She, smart. Oh, she owns. She's so sick. She's the best. She like has. I'd the go best on a date hobbies. with Rachel. She loves dancing. She loves. She loves kites. Kites. Yup. So cool. Uh huh. Yeah. 
She's, she's the best. So she's the greatest. She's the best catch in that series by far. And she has the best social skills. She's like a Chad, basically. Yeah, she dude. comes in. She, she can she can own any situation. She can have any conversation. She doesn't go like next topic. <laughs> also, yeah, exactly, exactly. I also love Steve. Steve is Steve is great. Oh, yeah. Steve is the best. Yeah. yeah. But like. Oh well, I tell you what, <laughs> I love going on dates. <laughs> I love that. I feel lonely sometimes. Oh, I love him. Yeah, I love him too. He's the best. Yeah. But I just think that this is like, this is exactly what I would expect mm-hmm. from a straight-laced overachiever like Lisa Nowak. Like, yep, something this extreme. Like, yes. that need, that, that, that need for success, that unfillable hole. The need for speed? And then... When success doesn't fill it, it's just like yeah, exactly. It goes rampant. You you buy tarps. You buy start tarps. buying tarps. Yeah, yeah. You never want to start. So in the aftermath of mm-hmm. this crime, mm-hmm. in 2017, yes, People Magazine, but go with me, uh-huh. reported that um, Lisa was fired by NASA. I mean, we kind of knew that. Yeah, yeah. And discharged from the Navy, mm-hmm. and is living in a modest house in Texas. Okay. And is working in the private sector. Good for her. Yeah. Good She's on a her. Civilian. She just has a job. Has a house. She's been very private. She has not done any interviews. Chilled out a little bit. I hope so. Stopped pepper spraying ladies. I hope so. Stopped buying tarps. Meanwhile, yeah. In two thousand nine, uh, Bill and Colleen announced their engagement. Whoa. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. They got married in two thousand ten. And well, congratulations, the guys. The couple lives in rural Alaska with their young son who was born in 2012. Fuck. <laughs> someplace, someplace fucking Lisa can't find him. 100%. Wow. And and Colleen uh, told Inside Edition in 2017 mm-hmm. that she still suffers... Nightmares! Yeah, nightmares, anxiety, all that. Quote, it was absolutely debilitating. I didn't leave the house for a six-month oh period God, at one point. Oh my God, fucking terrified. She says, to this day, I'm always armed. I am armed all the time, 24-7. Yeah, another, another reason to live in Alaska. Yeah. 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 Wow. But she started writing novels. Oh, good for you. Yeah, she just published her first novel novel under the pen name C.M. McCoy. C.M. McCoy. Cool. Okay. Um, and it came out in December 2015. Fantastic. Yeah. I love and it. And they're still married. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's great. Okay, good so job, Bill. Down. Pick the right one. Oof. Sorry that all happened to you. That happened because he was too much of a fucking Chad. Pussy slayer. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. He was a pussy guy. He was a fuck boy. Astronaut fuck boy. I know. Dude. And that's partly why this is so captivating because it's like astronauts are supposed to be perfect. <laughs> like, yeah. They're supposed to be the creme de la creme. Turns out. Yeah. Turns out you get a fucking bad apple. Every once in a while. Every once in a while. And Man. I mean, like, how Aspergery is it also for her to show up looking like Inspector Gadget? Okay, that's airport? that's it. It's like, just cosplay. It's like it shitty is. cosplay. Yes. <laughs> yes. She did look like an Inspector Gadget. And to not have like a real firearm, to have a BB gun. Like, help me! Help me! Help me! On? I need help right now. <laughs> running as fast as she can. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking scary. Whew. Yeah. Lisa, bad girl. Bad girl. Bad girl. So that's about it. That's all I have for you today. I love it. What a delicious episode of Florida I mean, Woman podcast. She was a, a Virginia woman turned Texas woman. But as soon as she crossed the threshold into that Florida border, 
She's a Florida woman. She popped off. Absolutely. She became a Florida woman the second she bought the diapers. Agreed. Yep. Agreed. Yep. Yeah. That was like the conception <laughs> of her Florida woman nature. Uh-huh. And she conceived it then. And then she birthed it just right over the border. Lisa in the sky with diapers. That's right, baby. Okay, folks. Um, if you enjoyed that piece of cultural garbage, <laughs> uh, leave us a leave us a review, leave us a, a like, a subscribe, uh, check us out, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Florida Woman Pod on Instagram. We are Florida Woman dot Pod. Um, you can reach out to us if you want to. Give us a DM. Um, we'll send you a nice photo of the two of us. Ooh, what? <laughs> okay, I'm cutting that In out. In bondage. No, 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 no,